Welcome to the Career Conversations with Vicki podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Mueller Espinosa. I'm a career strategist and meet fascinating and accomplished people who have amazing career stories. In this podcast, I'll introduce you to friends, coworkers, and acquaintances so you can hear their career tips, tricks, and strategies. I'm excited to introduce you to them and their stories. I hope you'll be inspired and excited to apply what you learn to your own career. Welcome to the podcast. I want to talk to you uh, about resilience today, and I've brought in a friend of mine. Her name is Claudia Weber. Claudia is a business engagement manager, and she also works heavily with a disabilities and accessibility mental health group uh, inside her company. She's responsible for improving the accessibility for the employees in her organization. When not working, you can find her spending time hiking with her doodle dog, Molly, who um, we'll hear about her age in a minute, because uh, it's pretty amazing. And she enjoys the Oregon coast, so she spends a lot of time out there hiking and walking. So Claudia, welcome to the podcast. Things are pretty crazy right now. I really want to talk to you about resilience and career development and how they work together. It's the skill that we all need to develop right now at this moment in time. And one of my favorite quotes is, some changes are so slow, you don't notice them. Others are so fast, they don't notice you and it goes by really fast. So let's get talking, but first tell me a little bit about Molly. Oh, thanks, Vicki. I'm happy to be here. So Molly is my best friend. She is a Labradoodle, and I've had her for 14 years. So as you mentioned, she's she's quite the hiking partner, and have, we've covered a lot of Oregon and Washington together. Yeah, and she's a beautiful black Labradoodle for anybody who wants a mental image, which is amazing. And I've known her and you for her entire life, which is hard to believe, but very fun for us. You're a heart math instructor, as well as a resilience coach. You have this deep passion for helping vets or veterans of war um, and others with stress and anxiety. I remember you started your career as an account manager with uh, the teaching arm of your company, and then you moved to the information technology part of the company, and then eventually worked in construction, which is where you and I met, working on systems and training. And then now you've moved around again, so you're back in IT um, as a chief product owner and then an infrastructure talent manager. And then this last move, you connected your external passion for personal well-being with a role inside your company that allows you to impact employees' lives every day. So let's start first with this really cool thing called heart math. What is it and how does it help people? Thanks for the introduction, Vicki. So HeartMath is the resilience program that I brought in to the corporate world. And it started six years ago, focused on, as you mentioned, our veterans. We wanted to create an environment for our veterans where they could be successful and help them to reduce stress, reduce anxiety anxiety, work with um, PTSD symptoms, and really help them to be successful, which is often 
in in the corporate world can be a high stress environment itself. So HeartMath was selected because it's a program that's been around for over 25 years. They are science-based. They focus on the physiological stress response, how we react and respond under stress. It teaches techniques to quickly shift out of that stress response. So once we start to identify and learn what stress is and what happens in our bodies and our minds when we're under stress, then we learn that we can do something about it and do something quickly. What I love about HeartMath is it also includes technology that shows the individual where they are in the moment, how quickly they can shift. And that really creates an aha moment where people start to have fun with it and they start to see and learn what are those triggers for them, those thoughts, those feelings, those activities that are creating that that shift into stress. And then those techniques that they can use to shift out. So it's really been successful. I've had a lot of great feedback. And we see teams starting to be more successful, operate better under pressure, and really start to improve their own health and well-being by using these techniques. So it's, it's, you're right. It's something I have a deep passion about as a veteran, as a corporate employee, and as a former mental health counselor. I just see the impact on what happens to each and every one of us when we're under stress for longer periods of time. And the fact that we can do something about it really helps us take control, improve our health and improve our performance. So my question always to you is um, when I first saw this, because we are using technology to help us get information on how we're doing physically, how is this different or similar to biofeedback? You could think of it as a type of biofeedback device. What HeartMath focuses on is our heart rate variability. And our heart rate variability is impacted by our emotions and by our central nervous system. And that connection of really that that heart to brain response and that emotional response shows us where we are in the moment in stress or in what we call coherence where we build our resilience. So being able to look at it from that perspective gives us a really quick data point and feedback on how we're doing. And I know there's a lot of gadgets out there that'll say it's time to breathe or it's time to get up and move. And those are all wonderful. But when we look at the underlying stress and how we're doing physically and emotionally, it really puts that recipe together for success for us, again, our health and well-being and our performance. So what you're telling me is it's not so much about my heart rate or my pulse or how fast my heart is going. The variability part is um, the difference in distance or timing between each heartbeat. Isn't that correct? That's what we're trying to smooth out, right? We're trying to smooth out, making sure that our beats are coming on a very even cadence. Right. And it also shows us that we often think of and we athletes will look at their their um, you know their pulse rate, and we look at that as a performance indicator. But what heart mouth shows us 
us and the heart rate variability shows us is that even when we have an elevated heart rate, we can be in resilience. We can be in that coherent place. So it gives us the opportunity to be calm and focused regardless of what's happening around us. And I think that's really a powerful difference. I like that. So tell me, for all of us who are trying to build resilience right now as things are turned upside down in our world, what is the simplest thing that we can do ourselves to increase our resilience? I think what's important is make it something that you do every day. Make it a focus. And whatever that is that works for you. With heart math, we use breathing exercises. We use the technology. But honestly, whatever it is that that you can stick with, go for a walk, work out, do something positive for yourself, do you know, yoga, do mindfulness, do meditation, whatever it is for you. There are many, many great things that help us build our resilience, but I think oftentimes it's the challenge of, of making time to do that each and every day. Resilience is like a muscle. The more you focus on it and the more you do those little activities, the more you build your resilience, the less reactive you become, and especially at times like this, we can see the boost in our immune system. And it's so important to focus on reducing our stress and managing that stress on a daily basis. So what would you say the biggest challenge is to us increasing our resilience? I would say the same thing, Vicki. Honestly, the biggest challenge is making time. And if you're like me, I will put all those wonderful things on my calendar. I want to go to the gym. I want to go for a walk. I want to do a workout. And oftentimes, work gets busy, life speeds up, and those are things I easily let go of. So what the challenge is making time and really starting to recognize how important it is to build our resilience to manage our stress. And if we do that on a daily basis, we can start to reduce the likelihood of those stress-related illnesses. We can start to become calmer under pressure. We think more clearly, we problem solve better. So we spend less time trying to make those challenging decisions or trying to make those creative decisions. So when we start to see all of those impacts and make it really important to something we do every day, we can start to get those benefits rather quickly. Wow. It's so true, though. You know, I'm entering my fourth week of uh, confinement, right, in my home. I noticed that the first week I spent just trying to clean up and um, cancel things and uh, postpone things and, and really deal with what was coming so that um, those things could come off the calendar. I think the second week I spent... Um, just uh, dealing with grief, right? Depression, um, bargaining, uh, denial, all sorts of things that this is what had to happen and what was going on. I think the third week I started digging in and getting really busy, uh, getting back to work, finding the things that I could do. And this week, I have decided that I need to get back to making sure I'm a priority, uh, that I'm not working nonstop because it's so easy. My commute is very short, right? It's a couple feet from here to there. Uh, this week is the week that I am really trying to make sure I'm taking care of myself. 
So that's what we're doing right now. I want to back up and I want you to talk to me about how has resilience helped you in your career? You have made so many changes over your career. So many different things have caught your attention. You've done amazing work in different areas. What is it that is in you and that we can learn from to become more resilient in our careers? That's a great question. And first of all, I want to say I love that you're focusing on your health and really honoring your emotions and the process you're going through. Of This is an unprecedented time. We have a lot of unknowns and we go through a lot of those different stages of feelings. And, you know, just recognizing that and honoring that is is really a big step and so important. In my career, I have gone through a lot of changes. There's always a lot of ups and downs. There's always a lot of challenges, some challenging projects. And one comes to mind for me, there was a time I was working on a software project for a very large implementation. And it's kind of like, you know, the frog that gets slowly boiled in water. I wasn't noticing the amount of hours I was working. I wasn't noticing or paying too much attention to the fact that I wasn't really sleeping well. I wasn't eating well. And throughout the course of that project, um, I knew my blood pressure was going up. I could feel it, <clears throat> which makes it made it even more challenging to sleep well. By the end of the project, I had lost 20 pounds. My blood pressure, when I finally went to the doctor, was 199 over 100, which scared me. And I had to start taking high blood pressure medicine. I was in my early 40s at the time. So it was a wake-up call that I realized if I did not start managing my stress and taking better care of myself it was going to start impacting or it already was impacting my physical health and I was not doing a great job. So I started, I knew about heart math. I had used it briefly in the past and I reached out to um, a psychologist who uses heart math and teaches stress management. And I knew I needed some support at the time. So I started using it and I really made a focus on reducing my stress. And within three to four months, I was able to get off that blood pressure medicine and I was able to start tipping those scales back to a healthy state that I really wanted to be in. That was happened for me about a year or so before I was asked to create a resilience program for veterans in the, in the corporate world. So I knew that it was something that worked for me and had worked for many others and that we could do something to really change this stress response and build resilience. Awesome. So my favorite free thing to do is to walk my little dog, Dakota, that we rescued a couple years ago. Um, that helps me get out in um, outside. I'm, I'm really enjoying spring right now. I'm trying to revel in the fact that even though things are crazy, the flowers are blooming, the trees are starting to show leaves, that things are changing. That's how I do it. And I always carry um, a little pad of paper and a pen with me in case things start to come up so I can eliminate them from my active brain and get back into the moment. What do you do? How do you deal with the stress or the craziness of right now? That's a great question. I also love to walk and hike, as I mentioned earlier. And getting out in nature for me has always been an 
an activity that really slows me down. I think it slows down my thought process. It makes me be more present. I really shift into gratitude. I start appreciating everything around me that's so beautiful, especially here in Oregon. We have just so many things to explore and, and amazing experiences out in nature. So that's definitely one for me. And I'm using a lot of online resources, doing workouts, doing yoga, doing meditations, and making sure that I have one to two opportunities a day that I am committed, regardless of how busy I am or how I feel, that I either get out for a walk, I do a meditation, I do a workout, and I definitely do the heart math breathing throughout the day. I've been using this for over six years and it's made such a huge difference in my life that I know I can do it throughout the day, regardless of if I'm in a meeting, whatever is happening. I can focus on my breathing and my thoughts. I can get into that coherent space and really feel that shift, which, which makes my day so much calmer and also more productive. I love that. I uh, have been taking advantage of friends and others who have been offering uh, some meditation early in the morning or at lunchtime, trying to make sure I'm, I, I find the time and the space to put my feet on the floor, to relax, to chill out for a little bit, listen to someone else kind of guide me through meditation. If you had a small budget uh, what would you recommend I do to help myself? So let's say I have a little bit of money and I want to spend it on this. Maybe I'm saving money on gas right now since we're not driving anywhere. What would you recommend I use to help me um, build that resilience? I think gadgets are actually a great way to do that. If you have a small budget and you have something to invest in yourself that gives you feedback. And we talked earlier about how HeartMath has the technology that gives us feedback similar to a biofeedback device. It's a great training aid because it's a great reminder. A lot of us are competitive and we like to set those goals as we build our resilience or we do our workouts or we, we walk or run just a little bit further each time. It gives us a reward for the investment that we're making in ourselves. So I really love that. And again, I would say whatever it is that you find that you connect with, if it's a device, if it's a, an application, you know, if it's something that'll really help you commit to that that you enjoy, make that investment in yourself. And it's people will often ask me, you know, how much is a heart math device? Um, and I always say it's cheaper than one sick day because if we are sick just one day, we miss so much of our life, our work, the things that we have to make up for. So a small investment that has a huge payoff, whatever that is for you, can really have a big benefit at the end. Well, thank you very much for that. Would you mind helping me think about my breathing for the next couple minutes? Sure. So let me walk you through one of the steps that we teach in the resilience class, and it's called heart-focused breathing. And this is from the Institute of Heart Math. And what they ask us to do is, one, shift our attention. So shift your attention to your heart center, but really make sure as you breathe that you're breathing into your belly. And we can do this together right now. 
So a lot of times when we're stressed, we have what's called that, that high heart, high chest breathing, and that's where we have anxiety attacks or panic attacks. So just focus on your breathing, coming into your heart center, going into your belly, and just feel your abdomen rise and fall. And if it helps, you can put your hands there. You can close your eyes or have them open. And just do that for a few breaths and see how that feels. See if you start to notice a shift in how you're feeling. Makes me feel more grounded. It does. We get an immediate response. Our nervous system can't be in a state of stress and a state of coherence or resilience at the same time. So we do notice that shift as soon as we make it. Our system starts to calm down. It starts to reset. Our immune system starts to come back online. Our breathing changes, our heart rate changes. A lot of times we'll notice that muscle tension starts to release rather quickly. And we sort of have that internal exhale, this like an ah moment, and it starts to feel good. So even taking some time throughout the day just to slow down our breathing, focus on our breathing can really help to do that reset. The more we do that, the more we build our resilience. I like it. In fact, I think I feel the tension leaving my neck and my shoulders, which is where I tend to hold it um, as a worker on a computer, that kind of thing. Um, it's always trying to get my traps out of uh, my ears, right? Get your shoulders down out of your ears. Absolutely. All right. That was super helpful. I hope everybody else has a chance to spend some time breathing today. Hopefully get out into nature alone with six feet of distance from you and others or with your small dog and um, or large dog, as the case may be, whatever makes you happy. So thank you so much, Claudia, for spending time with me today, for talking to us about resilience, to talking about your career journey and how resilience has helped you over time. Uh, I look forward to seeing you once again in person someday soon. Sounds great. Thank you so much and take care.